Hello, hello, friends everywhere. Welcome to episode two of The Nerd is the Word. I am your co-host, Carolyn Farnham. I'm your other co-host, Adam Chisholm. I came in at the right time this time. You did. Oh, we're learning already, <laughs> folks. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Christopher Keogh. Would you like to introduce yourself, Chris? Um, you did a pretty good job, but uh, I am Chris Keogh. Um, I have known these a uh, few for many, many years. Um, <laughs> you don't need it. We're not going to put an age on it. We're fine. Like five, six years since high school. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's a really long time. Um, and we're going to talk about the stuff that we love the best. Nerd stuff, which is amazing. And I'm really happy to be with you guys today discussing this. Because I get to hang out with my friends and rank stuff. Which is yeah. two of my favorite things. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So for episode two, we are continuing our Marvel theme. Last week, we discussed uh, the best female characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this week, we are discussing the best male characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This week, uh, the same criteria are being used. So uh, number one, who would win in a fight? Number two, aesthetic. And as we discussed last week, aesthetic is the general vibe check of the characters. Origin is number three. And as our wild card, we are talking about their cool factor as well. Cool factor. Voice. Um, and uh, Adam will go ahead and jump in and discuss again how we seeded this uh, this bracket. Yes, as bracket lord. Um, we're going to coin that real quick. Uh, so uh, our seeding was done uh, via poll. As, as said last week, uh, if you did not hear last week's episode, we have a Nerd is the Word Facebook group. It is a public group you can get into. Um, we will have all of our polls there because Facebook makes polls pretty easily. And you can vote on your favorite MCU characters or or whatever polls we put up in the future for future episodes. Um, and that's how we determined the seeding. Should we discuss the seeding? There's a few, there's a couple surprises, but it's pretty much the eight I would have expected. So I'll, I'll, I'll start same way we did last time. We'll work bottom to top, uh, starting with the honorable mentions. The one that I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a moment on this one. Listen, when someone doesn't have superpowers, but they can still hang with the best of them, that's a, Damn good character. Hawkeye should be like number three or four in the seating. Not completely out of it with only six votes. Okay, all right. I, I'm going to push back at this. Uh -huh. No one is reading or watching comic book movies for realism. That's mm -hmm. not a thing that we're looking for. Uh -huh. you watch Blue Bloods. You got a <laughs> Hawkeye-like character in Blue Bloods. Okay? I loved the Hawkeye show. I have to say I really like the characters and I'll eat up every bit of... Um, uh, of creation that they have of these type of characters, but I'm not going to rank them in my top eight. It's just not going to fuck happen. off. No, Hawkeye superpowers. I need escapism from reality, and a yeah. guy getting beaten up and then not being fine afterwards—that's a problem. Carolyn, what are your thoughts on Hawkeye? I have to say, mostly, I'm just enjoying the fact that you're fighting about it, dude. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I do agree with you, Adam. I think it's very cool when you have some, like, because at the end of the day, it's not realism. It's not, because there's no way that Hawkeye could take all those bumps and bruises and be okay. It's still escapism, even when the person isn't, quote, unquote, super. Um, so I, I, I don't think that's, like, the reason not to vote for him. Um, I think that um, a lot of people just maybe think other people are cooler. That's just at the end of the day, yeah. So number eight coming in is Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Hulk. Uh, number seven uh, is T'Challa, the Black Panther, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Number six is Thor, a.k.a. Thor. Odin's son. 
gotta, gotta, gotta put some, put some respect on that name. Um, <laughs> coming in at number five would be, uh, Dr. Stephen Strange. Coming in at number four, Steve Rogers, Captain America. Uh, number three, uh, Loki Odinson. The anti-hero we all like. Mm-hmm. Number two, Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. Bit shocking he wasn't number one to, for me. Uh, but number one, arguably deserving, uh, is Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Is there anybody, either uh, either of the two of you, really think should be in the top eight that didn't make it? Uh, I was very surprised by Loki. I really thought that people would be much more uh, like aligned to the superhero. And Loki mm. is definitely not a superhero. <laughs> Best in anti-hero. Um, and, and he's had some very cool moments. Obviously, the TV show Loki is very popular. And um, I mean, Gator Loki, personally, for me, best Loki. I, I think a lot of this has to do with like how many minutes they were in movies in the first place. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Like, Iron well, Man's the top. And then you have like Captain America and Thor and Loki and Spider-Man and Hulk all yeah. up there. And I was I'm surprised by the lack of Ant-Man, and I was surprised by the lack of the Wasp in the female game yeah, as well. Same. Ant-Man is like, he has a really good story. Like, he loves his daughter. He was a criminal. Paul Rudd is the sexiest man alive, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I was just kind of surprised by that, I think. Mm. Um, but I'm happy with the matchups in general. I think we have some really, really good pairings in this one. Um, I have to say that there are two of arguably the exact same character up there. I am surprised that Doctor Strange is up there. Um, I was too, yeah. Of some of the other characters. Powers are just really cool. Like, he's a textbook yeah. wizard, right? Like, he gets yeah. his power from books. I think, like, that really speaks to the nerds out there, where it's just like, oh, like, like if I could get powers from books, I would be fucking unstoppable. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if all, <laughs> you know, I don't book good in real life, but I am a <laughs> I am a wizard main in Dungeons and Dragons, so, like, I feel that. I really do. Matchup number one. Let's jump right into it. Spider-Man versus Hulk. That is very interesting. I, I mean, who would win in the fight is a very, I think, fascinating concept. Because mm -hmm. if Hulk got close, like if it was melee range, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I Hulk. think that, you know, Hulk smash. Hmm. Uh, Hulk swat. Yes, what, what happens to a spider when it meets the inside of a boot. Uh, so... <laughs> That's a good point, but I think that Peter's crafty. Spider-Man's crafty. I think his craft is actually entirely situational, and it has to do a lot with the environment. Mm. If we put Hulk and Spider-Man in the middle of a field, <laughs> Spider-Man is a puddle in seconds. <laughs> See, I don't... Because Spider-Man needs to be able to escape. He needs to be able yes. to use the environment. Which that's part of his super intelligence, but I don't think I agree with that. So Spider-Man needs things needs big things to swing off of. If they're in a field, there's still one big thing to swing off of there, and it's the Hulk. Uh, we we know we know from Civil War. Have you guys seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Um, wow. He knows he can just wrap around a big guy's legs and take it down. He's an extremely smart kid, and I absolutely think Spider-Man could take out Hulk in a fight. If you put them in a, an environment that Spider-Man is used to, something like a New York City, um, he'd have a much greater chance. But I'd still think it's such a small chance that he won. It's like mm. the argument of Batman versus Superman. Like, mm. sure, he can use his intellect, but Superman just has to look at him wrong. And <laughs> yeah, over, aesthetic, though. 
Spider-Man all the way. Easy. Hulk bores the fuck out of me. I, yeah. I, like, it's, I don't like the Hulk. I'm, big, I, I'm green and I rip out of my clothes. It's yeah, like, it, so do I every Saturday. Every woman does. <laughs> Get big and green? <laughs> well, and the, the vibe check, too. Like, Who would you rather hang out with? I would personally, I'd rather hang out with Peter Parker. I think he would be like a total gas. I think it would be super fun. Hanging yeah. out with Bruce Banner, would I learn things? Yes. But I have to learn things a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> origin? What are we feeling? Um, do we know the origin of Spider-Man in this iteration? There is an argument, again, uh, trying to stay spoiler-free. It is an argument. It is There are people, uh, myself included, who view these three Tom Holland movies as the Tom Holland Spider-Man origin story. They just tell the origin story over three movies. You know, we know... We know the Peter Parker backstory. We've we've seen that origin story enough in cinema to kind of judge it. I think he was bit by a spider. He was bitten by a spider. I, I think <laughs> it was explained in Civil War um, to uh, You're right. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, mm. and it was so brief, but it made us understand, and it kind of gave us a pat on the back that they knew that we knew who Spider-Man was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just made me feel good. Like, oh, I know who Spider-Man is. Thank you for not having to show me again um, <laughs> the origin story. I right. don't need to see a kid get bitten by a spider every five years when they <laughs> recast him. I don't need to see it. Listen, like, I know way. it's happening. I'd rather just see him already Spider-Man. And cool factor. Spider-Man's cooler than Hulk. I don't. It yeah. Doesn't. I, the I origin don't story of Hulk isn't not cool. Like it's. It mm. is cool. He's a scientist. He was messing around yeah. with gamma radiation. Yeah, there's oh. not much happiness. You know, yeah. Bruce Banner is consistently just beat down. I think uh, is that is that our official vote? All three of us going for Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Finally done with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but moving on, as we saw in last week's episode, the always heated uh, Seed Five versus Seed Four. Uh, this this one this one might get heated, and it might be because of me. Um, uh, but Seed Five, Doctor Strange going up against Seed Four, Captain America. This is a tough one for you guys. For you, for you as you well. You're part of this. No, this is this is very easy for me. It, it's Doctor Strange, hands down. But I hate Captain America oh, so no. goddamn much. That's very strong, and I'm going to go ahead and disagree. I think that you dislike him because he's wholesome, and you're he's a saint. Steve Rogers is just a boring character. This cookie cutter. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Look at me, I'm strong and tough, and go America, cause America. Oh, fuck him. My husband. Um, <laughs> Adam, are you the cool uncle? But no, like, aren't we all in agreement that Doctor Strange would just? I mean, he would. Yeah. He would definitely win in a fight. Aesthetically, the robe, the robe. I mean, yeah. like, you gotta like. I, I there's nothing a good cape can't fix, in my opinion. Origin story. I mean, honestly, for me, that's a toss-up. I love Steve Rogers' origin story. I think mm-hmm. it's like so great and so wonderful. Um, and, but the cool factor, I think, Doctor Strange would would also win that. Yeah. So I think Strange would win in those three categories, even if uh, Steve Rogers took the origin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I was trying to say about the uncle stuff. You're the cool uncle, sure. In that moment, you are the most entertaining thing to that child. 
wonderful. You're funny. You're charismatic, blah, blah, blah. But there's got to be somebody around to tell you to stop sticking your finger in outlets. And that's what Captain America is. <laughs> I like him because he's not the cool uncle. Spider-Man's the cool uncle. That's there. He's like, look at me. Ha-ha. And you have Captain America that's like, can you stop sticking your finger in the goddamn outlet for one second? And you're sitting there going, I don't like this guy. He's so cool. I I get that argument. I do get that argument. He's in much more serious movies. Uh, he has to be because mm-hmm. again, he's the dad of the Avengers. Yeah. Um. So it's you're not going to have that comic relief from him. Like for mm-hmm. like three seconds in the first Avengers movie, yeah. you get the comic relief of him where he's like, I don't know what uh what all of that nonsense is, but yeah. I know what monkeys are, and like that's a great joke. Yeah. Um. But other than that, you never get a chance to. But ultimately, like when it comes down to our criteria, Doctor Strange takes it. Yeah, absolutely. Your very strong feelings about Captain America that I did not know. But I think we have an easy answer then for this. Yeah, the first movie of Doctor Strange definitely is um, a little lackluster, at least with the magic. Mm -hmm. But they just really ramped it up in the later movies, Mm -hmm. and I think it's because like. There's only so much you can do with creating fractals in uh, air and trying to make that interesting. Um, They should have, again, they should have probably done something where they started him halfway through, um, like becoming Doctor Strange. I was so Um, as someone who is less familiar with Doctor Strange, I will say I appreciated the backstory because mm -hmm. I it's it's different than Spider Man, right? Spider Man very it's it's like we don't even know the Superman origin story. We all know he comes from Krypton. Like we 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 understand, Um, like. For Doctor Strange, I really appreciated seeing him as the doctor, as the asshole, as like something like as someone who lost something that was so valuable to him because it made him likable. Mm-hmm. And Benedict Cumbersnatch did <laughs> a job like making him a character we could root for, even though he was a painful asshole yeah. in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, I also thought that movie was just visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, Here's the big matchup: everybody came to. C. Odinson versus Odinson. Seed three Loki versus Seed six Thor. Let's get it. Um, I'll start it off um, by saying a quick disclaimer. Thor is my favorite adventure, so I'm most likely going to go Thor here. I don't think I'm going to get swayed away from that, but you can certainly try. I do love Loki, though. I will say, aesthetically, Loki takes it. <laughs> yeah. 100% The yeah. horn. The horns. The horns. They are themselves and a play of himself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, how? yeah. How? Oh, yeah. There's there's a level of un- unpredictability to mm-hmm. um, Loki, um, and there are times in the comics where he has won. Um, and if you think about it, playing the long game um, and just messing with uh, Thor's emotions, mm-hmm. he won. Yeah, he, he won. I think Loki relies on the long game though in a fight. Like in a fight, a singular fight, Thor wins. Yeah, I think. Loki, Loki, a, yeah, yeah, I was about to say it's very similar to Spider-Man versus Hulk. Yeah, ordered yeah. uh, because he needs the craft. He needs all of that in order to win. Just like mano a mano, like in the middle of a field, smoosh. So, origin. Honestly, I would give origin to Loki. Uh, yeah. be- because I mean, he's he's taken from a different place. He is um, uh, Thor. Thor is just a bo- he's born into his origin story, just like he's born into everything else. Um, but I, I would give Loki origin. 
Yeah. Well, it's also like story arc, hands down, Loki. Like mm-hmm. Thor goes from being like a bit of a blustery asshole to a hero, but he was yeah. always good. Loki has a reckoning. Loki accidentally kills his mom. He goes through depression. Mm-hmm. He becomes Odin for a while and has a grand time and then finally, finally reunites with his brother and they're on the right track. Right? Like there's a there's an arc for Loki in the mm-hmm. MCU where there isn't as much of one for Thor. We see Thor become increasingly responsible. I don't think that's as dramatic of a shift. And even Sylvie's origin story, because she is Loki, right? Like yeah. her story being taken as a child. Like that's that's cool. Yeah. So Thor wins in a fight. Loki wins aesthetic. Lord Loki wins origin. Cool factor. I mean, I think Thor. Yes. Let me let me let me let me get this one real quick. Cool factor. Thor is the coolest, the coolest character in all of the MCU. Fight me. <laughs> say, once they let Chris Hemsworth run with the role, like we see in Ragnarok, Ragnarok is, I think, probably the best standalone. It's up there. Movie. I. That's my. It's, I think it's just phenomenal. And I did just rewatch it this week, so that's probably probably why I feel that way. But, I mean, I think it's just, it's a beautiful movie. Visually stunning. Acting is on par, like, on point. Um, the childlike fights between him and Hulk are so incredible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just so good. God, I'm so excited and upset that these two are pitted together in the first round. But, I mean, this is, this is the fun part and also, like, the terrible part. Thor wins mm-hmm. the fight. Thor wins mm-hmm. the Loki aesthetic. Loki mm-hmm. origin. So they are yep. tied. So let's let's give our official votes. You already know what mine is. Because I'm a bitch, gonna go Loki because I I love Loki. I think he's such a great character. We we did this to Meg earlier. I mean last week. Oh, <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> Chris Honestly, I'm gonna forgive you ahead of time. It's fine. Then it's gonna have to be Loki. Fuck you. You said you'd forgive me. I have to go with Carol. Yeah, I lied. I thought that would make you vote with me. <laughs> No. Are you serious? Thor is out in the first Thor, round. Thor is out in the first round. Vote from your heart. Vote from no, your I heart. I will Loki, also. Regardless. I love Loki. Loki deserves to be past the first round. I just think Thor deserves it that little bit more. Um, but Iron Man at number two and Black Panther at number seven. This is another one that's going to be hard to move someone out of the first round here. Yeah. I honestly don't know who would win in a fight. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I think that, I mean, T'Challa is hands down craftier. Black mm-hmm. Panther is craftier. He has the acrobatics. He has, I think, the skill in fighting. Iron Man, I mean, it's the suit, mm-hmm. right? So if if he doesn't have, like, if something malfunctions in his suit, he's done. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Black Panther is more than the suit. Um, Wait, he's he's still um, super powered outside of the suit. Tony Stark isn't. <laughs> well, you guys yeah. watched Iron Man three. The whole the whole point of that movie was. Iron Man is still Iron Man regardless of the suit. And the thing is, Iron Man is supposed to be unlikable. He was created Mm -hmm. to be unlikable. Like, but we love him. Yeah, absolutely. And he was supposed to be like a pure capitalist at a time where um, people were starting to be, well, uh, people were all, people are always revolting against capitalism in some way or another, rightly so. But uh, Iron Man is supposed to be capitalist man. And that's what they created. Yeah. And they created an alcoholic billionaire playboy <laughs> that is completely unlikable. And now everybody likes him. Yeah. So that goes to show mm-hmm. that something was done well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. he would slaughter 
I think, Black Panther with the sheer amount of technology and weapons that he has. Aesthetic, though. Oh, absolutely. Black. Drip. Yeah. That suit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, my. Especially, especially like, when he lights up with like the purple energy. It's, oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, it's so oh, gorgeous. It starts playing. It's just all oh, yeah. so good. Also, like, you want to vibe with T'Challa. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> Like you want to go to Wakanda, you want to talk to him, you want to like like Chadwick Boseman's voice the entire yeah. time. Like oh god, so, so good. Yeah, no vibe check is hundred mm-hmm. percent Black yeah. Panther. Yeah, just I, just I voice that. alone, just voice alone. Yeah, voice just alone. Thinking about <laughs> it. it is incredible. It's oh, it's like so a warm good. blanket. Yeah, he had he had a great voice. Aesthetic easily goes to Black Panther. I don't think there's any argument there. Um, Origin, I kind of think Origin I would give to Iron Man for the same way I gave Origin to Loki. Black Panther T'Challa was sort of just born into it. Like he had he had his proving moments, Uh, but but Iron Man again, while a narcissist, while uh, not being an extremely likable character. He had to find his way out of a tough situation that changed him into a much more likable character. He grew. He had character development. Not to say that Black Panther did not have character development, but um, I think it's much more prominent, especially um, since we... It's more stark. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final episode of the Nerd is the Word podcast. I've been your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love good. We love a good pun here. That was actually very good. I do think that the origin story for Iron Man is significantly better because, um, well, at least in the MCU and in, in, in the movies, uh, we see him recognize that he is his own biggest problem um, when he gets blown up by his own weapons and then legitimately has to build this suit to survive after building literally a heart for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, or something that keeps his heart going. Um, so he gets karma but then like <laughs> rises back against that karma. Uh, you got karma But just like to your point, pun uh, pun notwithstanding, I do think the the stark contrast of uh, Tony Stark in the I know I know shut up of the beginning of Iron Man and the end of Iron Man. It's it's. He is the guy that does the Hail Mary pass. He is all, you know, um, and the hero complex and the, the martyr syndrome and has all of that. It, it, and it's, it's a beautiful story and it's a beautiful moment for him. So I think it's, I, I, I agree that origin. Is, Ooh, yeah. The yeah. internal okay. conflict is incredible. Absolutely. They actually yeah, yeah. do it really well, <laughs> even in Iron Man 3, but they mm-hmm. definitely... Um, <laughs> They sort of perfected towards the end. I'll rewatch. I'll rewatch. The, I haven't seen yeah, it. The, the underlying story, like even though Iron Man 2 isn't great, Iron Man 3 is garbage, but still the underlying story of Tony Stark and his character development is still one of the best long-term stories ever told, in my opinion. Um, the fact that, I mean, listen, we're, we're 30, um, and so we grew up with these essentially like our adolescence was with the MCU and being able to watch Iron Man one when it came out. I saw it with Carolyn. Maybe I think Chris was there, too. Yeah. You guys were in the same. Essay. Yeah, I saw it with the two of you guys. We grew grew through these movies and just seeing the beginning of Iron Man to the end of Iron Man is like Endgame. I haven't said it on the podcast yet. Endgame is the greatest theater going experience of my life 
no, in no small part to the amount of time and energy that was put into and that we gave to that character in specific. Seeing that character beginning to end in that way was honestly, I know we're only talking about origin, but it's, it's an amazing story from beginning to end. It is rather unfair in the first place to like even compare Black yeah. Panther and Iron Man because Black Panther got a movie and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Iron Man is either the uh, crux or the catalyst behind every single one of the rest of these movies. Yes. And honestly, of the MCU, like yes. he jumpstarted the MCU. So it's, it, I agree, it is unfair. Um, despite how cool Black Panther is, it, he just doesn't have the amount of meat that yes. Iron Man does in, in this. Yeah. No, but I think, I do think Black Panther takes a factor. Like, he is just yeah. cooler. Is just yeah, cool, yeah. um, and Chris is entirely right. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's singular, it's momentous, um, it's important mm-hmm. in a way that Iron Man wasn't important. Um, so yeah, no, definitely he wins the cool factor. Definitely he wins the aesthetic. I think he gets points to the origin, but Tony Stark ultimately wins the origin just because of, <clears throat> we have the arc. We have yes. the arc. We know how it yes. ends, um, and that contrast is so. so Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron, takes this Iron, round. Yeah, Iron Man takes us rounds. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Um, all right, so we got our uh, our, our our final uh, uh, well, our final voting for this round before we bring Meg back in um, to get the final four done. But um, we are looking at Spider Man versus Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, very. I, I gotta say, Doctor Strange takes aesthetic. I'm gonna be Team Cape this whole time, and uh, you know, despite what the Incredibles said. Um, I believe in Cape. I do. <laughs> it might be because, like, we've <laughs> <Not> seen <laughs> Spider-Man has been in our faces for so long. Like, I was uh, Doctor Strange was relatively unknown to me before um, a couple of years ago, um, but Spider-Man has been sh- like Spider-Man the animated series I grew up with, and then we had Tobey Maguire, then we had Andrew Garfield, then we had like Spider-Man has just been so consistent. And while there are like changes in his looks here and there and that kind of thing. Um, it does get stale. I'm going to push back and say I'm going to go with aesthetics for Spider-Man. And Doctor Strange, sure. Sexy as hell. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. He looks like Zaroff from the most dangerous game movie from the 1940s. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I, I'm still sticking. If we're, if we're still talking about five, I would still stick with Doctor Strange. Because, I mean, it's it, it's Benedict Cum- It's Smaug. Carolyn, it's <laughs> fucking Smaug. You just really love American accents from um, Benedict Cumberbatch, but you're against Tom Holland's amazing um, prepubescent boy accent. He does a great job at it. He does. I'm not saying he doesn't do a great job. This is, a, I think, I think a tie in the aesthetic category because I'm honestly torn. I think visually it goes to Doctor Strange, vibe check it goes to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You're on Spider Man. Chris is on uh, Doctor Strange. Nope, sorry, that's the other way around. Strike that, reverse it. Uh, so, so if that's a toss-up, then then let's do origin again. I'm biased because it's like get your get your experience from the books. Like mm-hmm. if if you could learn magic, if you could sit down and like I would be unstoppable. This mm-hmm. is like I'm like so envious of this. Like you read a book and you become magical. Shit, that is so cool. Chris, origin. What are your thoughts? It goes to Spider-Man. It's mm-hmm. just... I don't feel bad for Doctor <laughs> Strange when he gets into a car accident in the first place. Right. I don't like him at that point. I'm like, wow, he's good at surgery. Amazing. <laughs> he, 
he's not likable at all. So I mm-hmm. don't. His origin, I'm like, is he deserving of mm-hmm. uh, these this wild power just because he's like a rich dude that wanted to fix his hands? To me, to me, the Doctor Strange thing is saying you don't have to get your powers from luck. You can get them from work. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like why I like Iron Man. That's why I like even Hawkeye and things like that. It's it's He worked for that knowledge. Is his pursuit of knowledge for his personal gain the whole time? Because I think it is. I it's think not it's to help I think it others. starts that way. I think it, it does start that way. Um, I think it does transform into something more. And yeah. you have- I'd have to give it to Spider-Man still. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. Um, but cool factor? That's kind of a tough one, to be honest. They're they're both very cool in different ways. I, I really enjoy the inclusion <laughs> of Doctor Strange in a number of different films and how he is sort of used as he's kind of like just a guy that's there. If they need something, they can just go <laughs> to him. He's like their librarian. <laughs> Which Adam, I know you'd be against that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm angry about it now. <laughs> but like, what? <laughs> they always know that there's somebody they can go to, so he's there. Um, so that's that. I think is really interesting. I think that's cool about him. So overall, I, I mean, I'm going to vote Strange, but I think Spider Man's going to take it. I'm going to vote Spider Man. I'm gonna vote Spider-Man again. Yeah, I'm okay with Spider-Man taking it. Like okay. I'm, I'm totally fine with Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I think that that's a good choice. I'm excited to see him face either Iron Man or Loki. I feel like it's feel like I know what's gonna happen there. But no. <laughs> seed number three, the trickster god Loki, and seed number two, Iron Man. I mean, I feel like this is very clearly Iron Man. <clears throat> I feel like it's it's we've kind of talked about both of these characters and flushed them out, mm-hmm. um, except for aesthetic, because as I said before. Loki wins against every other character in aesthetic. I will go to bat for that. Um, that is, if I could like go to work every day dressed as Loki, it would be dressing for the job <laughs> I want. <laughs> I think we should visit the um, who would win in a fight um, and set a little bit of parameters there. Because if okay. Loki had some of the things that he has had in the past, he could beat Iron Man. But like if he if he had an army uh, fighting against Iron Man's army, maybe he could have won. I, I don't really know. But uh, I mean, Loki is Loki is a god, and Iron Man is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but Iron Man packs heavy machinery. Um, I mean, it's tough. That, that's actually, I think, a toss up. It, it how long do they have to prepare? Um, Loki mm-hmm. is very very crafty. Thor could beat Loki. Iron Man could beat Loki. I think mm-hmm. that that is is fair to say because Loki does at the end of the day, rely on a long con. Yeah. If it's just them in a field fighting it out, Iron Man can fucking fly. <laughs> so can Loki. Can he? Yeah. I've never seen him fly. I'm pretty sure he can fly. <laughs> the audible beard scratching. <laughs> no, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll cut it out. It's fine. Don't leave it in. <laughs> I've never seen Loki fly. He's like been on the Chitari things. He's been on the Dark right. Elf riding things. He's never he fell off the Rainbow Bridge. That's like, right. I know it's not called the Rainbow Bridge. But Walk it's- much, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that no, you're right because e- um, even even Thor needs Mjolnir to fly. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So Crazy. I don't think Iron Man can no, fly. Yeah, I think you're right. 
literally just go up in the sky and go until Loki is into dust. Origin, Iron Man, I think, takes that one. While Loki beat Thor in Origin, I think Iron Man, again, because... We've seen the arc. We've seen the whole arc. That's probably it. Technically, we've seen a whole arc of Lokis, um, but uh, there's a new one that we're working on now. Um, and Iron Man's is more satisfying, I think. I agree. Um, because at the end of the day, Loki, at the in, you know, in, in Endgame, when he dies, he has just made his resolutions, so we don't get to see them play out. We don't get to see kind of like the fruition of this character, whereas our, like in Iron Man, we get to see that for so long. We have a lot of things to back up this like character transition. Um, so I do think the the story of Iron Man is better than the story of Loki. Yeah. So then yeah. this shouldn't just be origin story because yeah, yeah. Um, we're we're talking legacy now, and the yeah. legacy of Iron Man is one that will just always continue in the MCU. So we we got the legacy of Iron Man. Cool factor. I think Cool Factor goes to Iron Man. He's just cooler. Loki is like a little greasier. Like he mm. greases up good. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. clean up good. He greases up good. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has like that going for him. But I, I, I overall, Iron Man is the better character. I agree. The better character in the MCU. So official voting. I'm going Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Sorry, Loki. Iron Man takes it. So <laughs> we got our final two. We have our final four. Should we maybe take a break and bring in Meg from last week to discuss yeah. the final four? Hang on, I'll just yes. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys! Oh, oh my god, god you summoned her! <laughs> a wild Mega Fierce. It's almost like she was our fact checker the whole time. Um, but Meg, welcome back. Hello. Hey yo! All right. So since I still have the uh, the bracket up for the men, let's start with the men. I can't believe it ended up daddy and son. Aww. Who would win in the fight? Who would honestly win in a fight? Spider Man v Iron Man. They have their souped up suits. I mean, I will say that Spider Man wouldn't be Spider Man in the MCU without Iron Man. Iron Man, Iron Man definitely has a failsafe. Mm-hmm. I think Iron Man could take him. Not Iron Man has an off switch for Spider-Man suit. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's one of yeah. the major problems with the MCU version of Spider-Man is he mm-hmm. is like Iron Man's son, basically. Yeah. He, he's given everything. Like Part of the reason why everybody likes him so much is because he's somebody that struggles. Mm. And it's not very believable to think that this billionaire wouldn't be like, hey, um, I know your aunt is like kind of poor. Maybe I'm not going to give her like, couple of hundred dollars a week so that make can, friend. You know, yeah. keep feeding you with that he definitely needs way more calories than the average person i'm just mm-hmm. if we're doing the the one what we did with the girl i mean iron man's technically dead right now and i think spider man <laughs> could take the court <laughs> no iron man is dead in an iron man suit i am 100 percent sure that iron man suit will animate him and fight back so his corpse can still beat spider-man i'm gonna go with iron man <laughs> That argument definitely works better for Natasha. Yes. Iron, yeah. Iron Man would win the fight. Aesthetic! This is a tough one for me. It is. It's not tough. It's Spider-Man. There's there's a a lot of different um, Iron Man suits out there, and we've seen a lot of them in the movies, but they're so similar in the movies, except for, like, the Hulkbreaker or Hulkbuster, that they're basically... 
um, indistinguishable. Uh, you cannot distinguish between that. And, and then you have Spider-Man where you have his suit, which does change in every movie. Um, and I can think of at least four different costumes. Maybe it's because I've uh, most recently watched um, the Spider-Man movies. I also will say in the aesthetics category, I would rather hang out with Spider-Man. Uh, and the fact that his eyes move is really cool. <laughs> 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 you know, he has yeah. no facial expressions. It's kind of scary. <laughs> I would rather hang out with the moving eyeballs of Spider-Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so aesthetic, vibe check, Spider-Man. 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 Origin, I got to go Iron Man, though. I just think it's better. Oh, God, that's a rough one. But no, even if we're just looking at origin, we're just looking at the creation of them. I, I feel like the regular guy, like, yes, he's a, a billionaire. And yes, he's very intelligent. He's super smart and he, all that good stuff. But he doesn't have superpowers. And he creates his own superpower. And he creates his own suit. And he does it when all the odds are stacked against him. Iron Man's story in general is better because it is complete. Meg? Um, as with the last episode, it's the trauma of it all for me and the character development that comes with it. So um, I think Iron Man, mm-hmm. especially negating the newest Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Not necessarily negating the last Spider-Man movie. Like we can give certain feels. Given. I don't think yeah. that I can without saying things that would maybe spoil. So I'm That's going fair. to take it out of my brain. That is fair. I still vote even, even with uh, far from home or sorry, no way home. Um, in my mind, I still would choose Iron Man. However, I do um, think that No Way Home adds uh, so much to this the Spider-Man story. Um, again, I'm excited to see it as soon as I feel safe about theaters. Yes, yep. <laughs> I disagree with you about that, Adam. I would mm-hmm. go with uh, Spider-Man for this category based mm-hmm. on the most recent movie. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, yeah. cool factor. All right, Meg, who do you think is coolest? Um, if See, I was thinking of this when we were talking about aesthetic. Um, Spider-Man aesthetic, Iron Man cool. Mm. For the similar factors that we went to with the Natasha argument, none of it would happen without Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, so, final votes. Um, uh, mean, in my brain, it seems like Iron Man has won all of the things except aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I feel like he's going to sweep. Mm-hmm. Has... I vote Iron Man. That's my official vote. You can count me. Chris? I will vote Iron Man as well. Meg? Yeah, Iron Man. Okay. Yes, I'm also going to have to vote Iron Man on this one. Um, All right. So we I... have our uh, champion. Yeah. Did anyone vote against Iron Man at all so far? I think Iron Man got all the votes uh, in every matchup he was in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Wanda Maximoff and... Uh, I almost said Scarlett Johansson. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'll I'll kick it off. I think uh, <laughs> I you know this might be a hot take. I think Scarlet Witch would win in a fight. I I gotta say I agree. Yep. <laughs> yep. Black yep. Widow would be a puddle. We'll move past it. <laughs> oh no. Aesthetic, Meg. Where yeah. where you where you where are you feeling about aesthetic? I am feeling feeling Wanda. Carolyn. I. This is hard. Um, so like the outfit goes to Wanda, hands down. The vibe check might go 
to Black Widow um, because she just is, I don't know, she's like a cool mom, I guess. I don't know, the big <laughs> sister that you like, it, like you love. Um, you know, the older redheaded sister, that's really cool. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about that. I know nothing about it. Um, <laughs> but like, how, like, she's just very cool. And like, I think about like her introduction and the Iron Man movies and like, I love that like Yelena makes fun of her superhero like hair toss and like all that stuff. I feel like outfit definitely goes to Wanda, but as, like overall aesthetic, I think goes to Black Widow. I would say that it goes to Scarlet Witch um, because of the amount of possibility and the amount of uh, differentiation, at least in WandaVision, um, for the various aesthetics that she created. It is ridiculous how much she can create. Mm. And she's mm-hmm. sort of like Doctor Strange, but has the ability to just change her current environment in any way. I do want to talk about like a cool factor about uh, Wanda Maximoff real fast. Yeah. Thinking about Infinity War and thinking about that scene where everybody's coming back to fight. We've had like that whole movie to readjust and like, think about what happened in, in um, uh, Infinity War um, and, and everything. But mm-hmm. Wanda, her perspective is literally, she just watched the man she loved. She just killed the man she loved. She just did it. She disappears and she's called back to battle and she kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Like she just killed the man she loved. That was That was just five seconds ago for her. And mm-hmm. she still shows up and like absolutely whoops ass. And for me, that's very cool. I think that is actually very, very cool. You're absolutely right. And that origin too is like we, I mean, as, as we kept saying about um, uh, Scarlet Witch, we, we did kind of grow up with her. We saw where her powers came from, but I think it is easy to forget that like her beginning was the destruction of her home. Like it mm. was everything being taken from her. And it was that, I mean, we love a good trauma story in this house. <laughs> it allows us to escape our own dark insides. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for origin, I mean, I think it might have to go to Wanda. I mean, I think like for Black Widow, like was her origin story very, very cool in Black Widow? Yes, I love that we got to see that. I think Wanda's is cooler. I think she has mm-hmm. overcome. Yeah. I agree. Maybe more. I agree as well. But I do think, I mean, if we're looking at, I mean, Black Widow is cool. She is like, I mean, I think there are so many points in her favor. She kept the Avengers together. She kept the world turning. She became Nick Fury. There's so much cool about her. I think that Wanda Maximoff just edges her out, though. I mm-hmm. think just looking at the overall things, the origin, the, the power, the sheer power that Wanda has to just remake the universe is just beyond anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only yeah. category that Black Widow wins for me is cool. The sacrifice that she makes and the way that she... Whoever, whoever was sitting down in a room and corporate trying to figure this nonsense <laughs> out that was like, let's have them fight each other and almost die each time so they could see who could sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Final votes uh for the uh for the the women's finals here. Um I'm going to I'm going to vote Wanda Maximoff. Yep. Wanda Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff. Clean sweep for the Scarlet Witch. We have one more matchup to go through though. Oh. Literally going to go who? <laughs> <laughs> one more matchup all right let's do it so, so we have the very final matchup of at like the 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 mvp versus mvp we have iron man and we have scarlet witch who would win in a fight scarlet. wanda max 
Scarlet Witch, yeah. I do just love this matchup, though, because Tony Stark is, like, responsible for ruining her home and ruining her life. Mm -hmm. Um, I do love this match. I love this journey for her. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Aesthetic. Still Wanda for me. Wanda, yeah. Here's here's the interesting one, is Origin. Mm -hmm. That's a rough one. they have very much parallel Origins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, almost entirely. Like the bomb landing in the living room and the bomb landing in front of Tony Stark are two catalyst moments caused by Tony Stark. But it, it is a extreme parallel that they definitely did on purpose. Mm. Um, so when you see little uh, Wanda with that in front of her, watching it like going to explode, watching it on its way to explosion and her preventing it as opposed to Tony who was uh, had enough pa- no power to do that um having the same origin is pretty incredible mm. but i'd have to say Wanda's is better it's better because she she was a child and Tony was an adult who dug his own grave yeah, yeah. There's also something to be said of, um, uh, we've said it a few times before, let's say it again, uh, we like a bit of trauma. The fact that she has someone to go through that origin story with, her and Pietro had the same origin, and then he was ripped away from her, and we get to watch what continues after that is huge in this yeah. in, in, in this comparison here. And the end of WandaVision is so beautiful, because it really is like, this is someone who's experienced a loss that just keeps coming. And mm-hmm. she's kind of like almost like the antithesis to Bruce Banner in a way. We kind of talked early about Bruce Banner, just like, it's always sad. It's always sad. And there's nothing happening. Wanda is different because yes, like she's gone through this trauma, but there's a thread of hope through her. That is just this resilient, beautiful thing that is, I think is inc- incomparable to like anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. She she comes over she she overcomes one tragedy just to walk face first into another tragedy. <laughs> but it's also the um, the more human. Well, I guess everyone can handle grief and loss and things like that in their own way. But I feel like Wanda takes us more through the different stages and um, the different ways to react to it, especially in WandaVision, than is seen. Born in trauma, became submissive, tried to rise up against it. There's just so much like she, she was bombed. The city <laughs> fell out of the sky. Mm-hmm. She was used by these people. She was then used by another group of people. She had a husband kind of, he got destroyed by he her back to life. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just so much. Oh, she, she never resulted, resorted to alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> Yeah, we know of. Um, it's it's crazy now that we're like describing this because it's never I've never really weighed these two characters against each other so thoroughly, and that's that's the fun of this podcast. Keep listening; we're gonna do this again. Um, <laughs> we're gonna write sad. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but in terms of like we talked about Iron Man's, like we've seen his whole ten year arc. We Wanda is arguably the closest character next to having that long arc and it's still going. We don't know the end of it at this point. So I hope it's not ending anytime soon, but it's, they are the only, they are the two best 
overall arcs thus far, unless they completely, you know, Game of Thrones, the end of Wanda's story. But I don't... It doesn't. It really doesn't look like it. (laughs) And then losing her brother the second she decides to, like, rise up and do something about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. I would have quit right then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I would have quit immediately. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, I liked your point too, Adam, where it's like we do have these two characters, Iron Man and Wanda, with these very, very beautiful arcs. But Wanda's hasn't had the amount of screen time. And the fact that we can, I mean, maybe with WandaVision, it's getting close, but the fact that we can empathize and care about her so much when she isn't, hasn't been in our faces that long. She really Mm -hmm. hasn't. Yeah. Um, I think also speaks to like how beautiful of a character this is. Yeah. I actually have it here. It's 360 minutes total for Iron Man. And it is 161 minutes for Scarlet Witch. Wow. That's crazy. And the fact that we can care about her that much Mm -hmm. with less than half of the screen time I, th- I mean, I think there's a clear winner here for the best best character. I do. I don't... Th- like, I feel... I think I feel like what... I know what's about to happen, but <laughs> let's do it officially, because I, I did not see this coming, but I'm even on board with it. Uh, let's get official votes. Uh, I'm, I'll start it off. Uh, I'm going to vote for Wanda Maximoff. I'm going to vote for Wanda Maximoff. Meg? I will also vote oh. for Wanda Maximoff. I am not Meg, but I <laughs> <laughs> With a four vote to nothing. Before we started recording this, I didn't think that this would be the outcome. I was thinking, all right, it's going to be Iron Man or Thor in the final, but that, I'm, I'm so happy with this, and this discussion that we've been able to have has been so enlightening to, the, to this, but uh, how does everybody feel about our winner? I, I mean, I think that I was rooting for her from the beginning. I, yeah. I think that she's such a good character. Such a good character. I will say, uh, I think this has been a phenomenal discussion. I yeah. have learned a lot about you guys. I've learned a lot about the Marvel Universe. Um, this has been awesome. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see. Uh, what's what's our next topic, uh, Master? I believe uh, what we have on the docket, I think we still have to talk to our guests uh, to see if, uh, if they're available. Um, but... If I'm not mistaken, I think we were talking Lord of the Rings next time. I think we were talking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I can ask our uh, our very knowledgeable guest. Before we wrap up, uh, quick plugs. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Nerd the Word. Uh, my personal account is also at the Farnham Burglar. Um, our Facebook group, which is where we do our polls, which is where we seed our charts. Uh, because as you all know, I mean, even for Lord of the Rings, there are a million and one different characters. We need to at least pick the ones that we are ranking. Um, so please join our Facebook group. Again, it's an open group. Um, again, our Facebook group is the Nerd is the Word. Please come join. Please come vote. Um, and then if you do have questions, comments on how we can be better, if you want to do future episode ideas or you want to be a guest on our podcast, please email us at nerdistheword413 at gmail.com. Again, that is nerdistheword413 at gmail.com. Um, I've been your host, Carolyn Farnham. I've been your other host, Adam Chisholm, Fuck Captain America. <laughs> And one more big, big thank you to our guests for these first two podcasts, Chris Keogh and Meg Chisholm. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to having you back on the podcast. Um, And if you uh, are so inclined, please give us a like and a subscribe on Spotify. All right, listeners, we will see you next week. Till then, stay safe, try to find some happiness, and go vote.